Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Thursday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. It always makes him smile when he randomly sees people he knows out in the wild. Yeah, I love that. Even though you see him every day, you're like, look at you. <laughs> so look at cool. You. Here he is. Producer Eddie. Let's go. All right, question for you guys. Is this creepy or completely normal? So I'm driving around my family, and we passed by one of our old neighborhoods that I used to live in. And I was like, guys, let's go buy our old house. And so we drive by the old house. And it was for sale. And it said, come on in. And I'm like, hey, hold on. If it's open, let's go check out the house. So I get out. I check the front door. It's locked. I go around the back. Back door, wide open. Cool. So I say, kids, get out. Let's go check out this house. So, man, we hang out. We go in the kitchen. We talk talk about old times. I sit in the backyard like, man, I used to barbecue back here. We were there for about 30 minutes. And then I was like, all right, this is kind of weird. We got to get out of here. This is a song. Also, your kids had to be so bored. No, two of them were like, oh, I remember this room. The, I, the other two that we adopted, they didn't live there, so they were kind of bored. But That's pretty cool, though, to go in, for you to get to see all that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, look, this is where Lunchbox's wife fell on these stairs right here. This is oh, really yeah, cool. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> but I think it's pretty funny that you went in the back door. You, like, broke and entered. Let's yeah. it go. But The wait, sign said, come on in. Your wife fell on his stairs? Yeah. Did we like talk about seven, this? It was like seven years ago. We might have talked about this. I mean, I don't know. It was so long ago. She okay? Yeah, she's fine. I'm checking on her now. She, <laughs> she falls and gets hurt a lot. She's not, you know. I've never trampling. seen that before where it's like, hey, come on in. Yeah. Check it all out. I think I, I, feel, I feel like it was an open house and they just left the sign open up and you went around the back door when this open house was yeah. over and you broke into the house. Did it have furniture? Oh. No, 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 it was empty. Oh, okay. yeah, see? Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah, I think it was an open house. I don't house. think it's creepy. I think it's... Odd. I've never heard of that before for a house doing that. Yeah, it was do you cool. think they? Do you really think they meant for people just to go in at that time, uh, or, or do you think they left a sign up? Yeah, no, the sign. I think the sign's still up. I'll drive by today if it's still open. I'll go check it out. I, would, <laughs> I don't Dude, think it's creepy. A lot of memories in that house, but I think it's kind of cool. And it is Miranda Lambert, the house to build me. And you know what? I think our dog's buried in that backyard. Wow, 
Exactly. I realize that. He got asked to speak in elementary school for career day, but even half our listeners don't like to hear what he has to say. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. (laughs) I'd like to spill the tea. Oh. Hey, I got a little tea for you. It's early. It's more coffee time than tea time, but okay, let's go. (laughs) Listen. You can mess with me, mess with Eddie. I don't know you don't, if you want to mess with Bobby. Probably a bad idea. But Abby has gone too far this time. She has messed with the B team. And she doesn't even realize she's messed with the B team. Why do you attack Abby at all points of all today? Because we had a caller call in like a month ago saying, hey, I'd like everybody's signature on a piece of paper so I can get an autograph. So Abby came to all of us. We signed a piece of paper. It's been a month. And guess where that piece of paper is? Still sitting by Abby's computer. Oh, the tattoo person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, let's talk to Abby then. First of all, it's just weird that he finds reasons to go after Abby every hour of the show. I just happened to see it sitting there. You and just I'm happened like, to, yeah. I, I'm like, wow, are you not going to mail this to the listener? Abby, your response? Okay, well, you know, we do have technology. Oh, there you go. So it has been like scanned into PDF form and sent to her. Oh, yeah. well, there on you the go. Email, That's so. way faster than mailing it. What, yeah. you want to say? what would you like to say? Look at him. He's like embarrassed now. He's no. like, oh, crap. I don't know what that means. Basically, basically oh. let me. Uh, they took a picture of it, and then you can print out the picture. It's exactly the same. Oh, you can? Uh-huh. Didn't know that. But I just was told that. You didn't it. want to ask before you came on the air to spell tea? No, I even took the piece of paper and was like, she's going to be looking for it, and you there it, it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was going to be like, yeah, you don't even know where it is, you fool. I thought that'd be more reliable than mailing it because you never know it could get lost. No, I mean, have you trusted the Postal Service? They are amazing. Oh, we're not turning into a Postal Service thing. You (laughs) need to apologize to her. No, I don't need to apologize. I'm just glad to see she's doing her job. I've got checks and balances, Bobby. That's what you always say. We got to. No, I don't always say checks and balances. That's (laughs) the government. You say that we need to look out and make sure everybody's pulling their weight around. No, I don't say that. I I don't say that everybody needs to do that to everybody. I say scuba does that. I do that. That's that was it. bad teeth. Isn't okay. it from the guy that mailed shoes and they like got lost? Oh. And we lost one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. How much you make, Bobby? Check it that matter. Hey, check we... that Venmo. You got paid. <laughs> we lost more than I made on profit from that one pair of shoes. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't right. know what happened there. That was that was weird. Her water bill keeps coming back high. She can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And when she's frustrated, she goes in her garage and just gives a big old shout. Here she is, Amy. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I have a little message for Eddie that I think is going to brighten his day. And I'm not one that's very big on commenting on people's bodies, but I know. Hey, hey come on. Hey, good come morning on. to you, buddy. Right? Hey, should, I, I, hey, should I take my shirt Are you off for this? To check out Eddie? <laughs> Amy. Go ahead, oh Amy, my what's goodness. up? Whatever. No, I'm not checking Eddie out. My pastor is. Oh, what? even weirder. What? Okay, you're okay, pastor. go ahead. So he happened to see Eddie out and about. I guess y'all had a video shoot mm-hmm. where he was. It's a, Also, it's kind of creepy because it's where there's an after school program and he thought, he thought Eddie Oh, was, it's where there's a church, like a church mm-hmm. after uh, center school like, program. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, the, so he, I got this voice uh, text from him. I was at and uh, this guy was walking around amongst all the, the high school kids come the after school program. I didn't fully look kind of familiarish. We always pay attention when there's strange adults walking around. We don't know. And it was Eddie. And I didn't recognize him. And he knew my name. And I, I wanted him to know that it's because he looks in great shape. Looks more magnificent than I remember. Wow. That wasn't supposed to get to you. That's, That's crazy. How- yeah. It is weird to see an adult man walk. But we were literally shooting a video right. at a place where it's an after school outreach for yes. that a church puts on. And, and I was looking for the makeup room, which was downstairs, and I went upstairs. Yeah, so you're just with all the kids. Yeah. Like, yes. hello, fellow kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so. But he said you look good. How do you feel? I feel great. Dude, he's saying I basically just mixed in. I look like a high school no, kid. No, he's saying you, know that you look physically better. 
in, in more in shape than the last time he saw you. I mean, that, that's awesome. He, I, I think he said, yeah. Has, you have gray that... in your beard. You don't look like a high oh, school kid. Oh, I don't. Kid. Okay, no. okay. I thought I looked young for you a second. You look great, by the way. But... And you have no hair on your head. I, I wear a hat, though. He had a hat. Why do you have to bring that up? We have a moratorium for 30 days in this segment for talking about Eddie's bald head. Thank you. I've cut uh, off all the intros, too, that talk about you having no hair, you being bald. Well, I feel like that's you, every intro. You aging way early on the top of your head, your cranium being made. <laughs> I go into it like 80 Wait, times. Wait, all those things? <laughs> okay, well, that good for you. I like that. Thank you, Amy. Good for your pastor. For- yeah, Pastor Matt. He said, has it always been the way? <laughs> Eddie looking that way. Eddie's He's been, like, Eddie's yeah. been killing it with working, me. man. Working out every day, two or three times a week. It's brutal. Out in the yard. Prison workouts. Dude, it's prison workouts. That's, that's right. what it feels that's like. How we do it. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he doesn't like to run the entire time. He only thinks about being done. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. Yeah. I do hate running. Here's what I want to say. I want to address something. It's been a, a mild controversy. And I want to say a couple things so you guys will get off my back. Number one, I have an old Bronco. I drove it to work today. It's an old 74 Bronco that's been kind of rebuilt. I don't know anything about cars. People ask me, what's the X and Y and the Jibby Jab? I have no idea. <laughs> know nothing about it. It's just cool. That's it. Here's the thing. It doesn't have a shoulder strap. And so I put up a video of my wife and I from behind. We're driving down. We're listening to Jake Owen. And it's just like, hope your weekend's like ours. I have a seatbelt around the lap. In 74, they didn't have the shoulder straps on these Broncos. But it's legal to wear a seatbelt just around the waist. But you can't see it from behind. They're like, oh, you're wearing a seatbelt. It turned into a controversy oh my on the internet, on Instagram, and then recently TikTok. Scuba Steve was in policing the comments. Turned into a whole deal. Secondly, I'm bent over a little bit when I'm driving. I'm too tall. I guess in the 70s, people weren't as tall as me. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> people got taller? Because what's happened, if I sit all the way up, all the way up, because there's no top on it, the only thing that is in my eye line is that top of the, like windshield. the front windshield, and that's yeah. hard. It's like a piece of metal. So I have to bend down about three or four inches mm. if I want to see out in front of me. So, so instead of hunching over, though, could you just, like, lean back? Like, I yeah, that's better? what you should do. I can, but the road we were on was extremely bumpy, and those old Broncos are tough. So I'm just, like, focused on yeah. them. Okay. And also, I'm not a big lean backer. Me either, man. I, I think I am, but yeah, then I'm like, I can't see anything. Yeah, same. And then, I, and then I'm like, <laughs> also look lame. So I'm the two things that pe- people keep bringing up is sending me a message. I'm wearing a seatbelt. You can go look. It's like four posts back on Instagram. My name is Mr. Bobby Bones. I'm wearing a seatbelt. And two, I'm kind of bent over just a little bit because I'm trying to watch for these massive potholes because this Bronco, even though we've rebuilt it, it still drives like at times like a 74 Bronco. It's old. But it is cool. I like it. And I drive like this morning I drove it into work and you know, it's 51. Yeah, it's cold. When I drove it in, and I'm always like, it's going to be 80 today. Let's drive the Bronco. I get seven minutes. I'm like, it's freezing. It does wake me up, though. Let's check in on the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My supervisor at work told me he thinks the way I dress is inappropriate for the office, but didn't really tell me what he doesn't like about it. I'm the only woman in my office. My male coworkers wear jeans and button-up shirts. I've been wearing dresses that aren't fancy, but are nice and not too short. I would feel uncomfortable going back and asking him to clarify now. What do you think he meant? How should I change what I wear? Should I start wearing jeans? Signed, Wardrobe Woes in Wichita. Well, this is tricky because it is the boss saying it to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything weird about it. Not going back and asking... But just asking if there is a dress protocol. 
I mean, I'd probably be like, hey, I'm looking to start dressing up a little more. Like, what are the rules here? I don't want to get too dressy. You know, throw them off. So that way they don't think I'm trying to be too skanky. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the other way. So I'll be like, but still, even then, he had to see or think something is inappropriate. He may be a loser. I don't know. But you do have to be supervised by the supervisor. If the dudes are wearing jeans, I would just probably wear jeans if you don't want to ask. Because you're going to have to ask. Or there's got to be some sort of handbook. Or there's got to be some sort of code of conduct. Mm -hmm. But it's not crazy to ask it. It's not like you've been hanging out with somebody for two days and you got to go back and ask their name. That's always awkward because that happens sometimes. (laughs) It's like, hey, can you give me direction? I'm going to buy some new wardrobe for the spring. Like, we have restrictions, what we can or can't wear. But there's no shame in asking what you can and can't wear. What about trying different things? Like on yeah. Monday, you I wear the experiment. dress. Yeah, don't. <laughs> on Tuesday, you wear the short skirt. No, I know. No. I wouldn't experiment with that. Okay. I would just ask the question, get the answer, move on with your life. Wednesday, leather pants. Okay. The Thursday. unitard. Okay. On Thursday? Okay. Wow. Unitard Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Ask the question. That's all. Okay. Just let him know or get a new job if he's a creep. Bikini Friday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our supervisor's probably like a lunchbox. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's the mailbag. It's easy. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's rare to see Movie Mike get upset about something. Mike D never gets mad. He's just quiet the whole time. Quiet Mike, Movie Mike. So what are you upset about? They are remaking Moana. The movie came out in 2016. In 2023, they're going to do a live-action remake. Is it really a straight remake, though, if it's with live action? It's a straight remake. They're going to make the exact same story, but with The Rock in it as himself. Well, I feel like it's different enough as live action, though. I've never seen Moana. Moana's great. Good movie. What's great the song movie. from it? How Ooh. Far I'll Go. Yeah, I couldn't sing that to you. No one knows how far I go. And then have you ever heard, what can Wait, I say? Hold on, hold on. What was that next part you did? Is the Rock's voice in it? Yeah, he plays Maui. Okay, so who are they using as humans? Well, so far they just have the Rock. Oh, he's going to be in it too? Yeah. Playing the same the person? Probably the same person, and the girl who is the voice of Moana is going to be in it too, but probably is not the right age to play Moana. Why are you so mad? Because it, <laughs> it hasn't even been 10 years. It's been seven years since the original one came out. I think you cannot make a movie a remake until at least 20 years. I just feel like the humans don't make it different. Yeah, I feel like it's a play. I feel like it's... But, but, but Disney is remaking everything right now. Yeah, they must any be. big movie they have, they gotta remake it. Remake my money, do in seven years. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Okay, he has a very strong opinion on this. Yeah, I really don't have a strong opinion on this. But what is your strongest opinion about a very small issue, Eddie? Leave Justin Haley Bieber alone, please. Like seriously, <laughs> like I, I want them to succeed. And if if the paparazzi and everyone starts taking video of them at a concert, oh, Justin was crying. You see Coachella when she, yeah, yes. Crying, oh, yeah. they're fighting again. Like guys, we want their relationship to last. Just because they're famous doesn't mean we need to be all up in their business. Stop. Get back into your life and your issues. Leave Justin and Haley alone. Just them specifically. Not every celebrity couple. Well, <laughs> Just those two? Mostly them. Okay, those two. Uh, my first one is songs with sirens in them should not be played on the radio. Oh, for sure. Do you know how annoying it is if there's a siren or something that sounds like a cop car or ambulance and it's in a song? You're like, oh, God, oh, God, 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 where is it? That, don't. No more. They have, a, they have radio edits of songs with bad words. Then they have radio edits of songs that have sirens in them. Mm -hmm. So that's my first one. Lunchbox, yours? It's easy. Quit asking for tips everywhere we go. It is so annoying. Anywhere you go to buy something, you want to tip me? You go to the gas station. You want to leave a tip? No, I don't want to leave a tip. I'm just getting a Snickers bar. So annoying. You don't have to leave a tip, though. I know, but it makes it it makes it uncomfortable because you're like, man, I'm not tipping you. But that's quite the exaggeration. I've never been asked to tip at the gas station first. Oh, they have a little tip jar there. Uh, that's a penny. Leave a penny, take a that's penny. That's for the kids that are that's sick, dude. <laughs> that's not a tip for the person that's working the register. Or like if someone happens to need a penny, you leave it there. <laughs> right. right. That's, like for, that's for build a home. That's home for heroes, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I ain't leaving anything here. <laughs> like Stomps I, out. I literally pulled up at the drive-thru the other day, and the lady was like, would you like to leave a tip? No, I'm at the drive-thru. Just give me my food. That's a very strong opinion. Wow. Amy, what's your strong opinion about a small issue? Mine is that toilet paper should be over, not under. And if I'm at someone's house and they have it under, I'll even take it off and put it no. on correctly because <laughs> it should be over. I wouldn't know if you switched it at our house because right. I, I guess I don't care. I assume anybody putting it under clearly doesn't care. And now why, I'm going to help though? them. 
Because when it's under, it fall, it like rolls down, and it's when it's over, it just lays nicely on top, and it doesn't hang down. But what if it's over? If it's over enough, it does. Mm. No, it rolls back up. You get it just no. right. Leave it's, their toilet paper alone. No, no, Amy. under. Trust me. Hey, over, over is Amy. <laughs> leave their toilet paper alone. <laughs> no, over. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I, I have more. If someone cheats with you, they'll cheat on you. Nah, that's not always true. Yeah, it's true. Oh, because oh. they they. That's it. Why do you say it's true? Because if someone not- cheats with you, if you're like, I met this guy and yeah, we got together. He cheated on his girl to be with me and now we're together. You think all of a sudden you're the queen princess he's not going to cheat on? He obviously has shown that if the right situation presents itself, he has the ability to do it again. If he cheats with you, he's probably going to cheat on you. But keyword, probably. Well, everything's probably in life. Okay, good. <laughs> there are very few universal truths. And most of the universal truths we know at times are proven not to be universal truths at all. But I'm saying, if he cheats really? on you, oh yeah, name something universal truth, go. Oh, Men water is drivers. wet. Water is, huh? okay, you what? Go, what? Men are better drivers. Okay. No, no, that's not. Okay, okay that's anyway. Not. Okay. If you tell me a time to be somewhere, and then that's the agreed upon time, you you can't be late. And also, if you tell me a time that's agreed upon, and it's even two weeks out, I don't have to check back in with you to say I'm going to be there at that time. We've already agreed to it. Do you know how many times people are like, well, I, I never heard from you. Yeah, because nine days before we said we were going to meet here at this time, I didn't know I had to come back in and do a progress check. <laughs> nine days? Yeah. Is that a long time? <laughs> That's a real long you time. You have to check in, you because think? Life yeah. Nah. Yeah. Okay, but if a change is call and say, hey, we're not on anymore. That's the change. The change is that that person's not on anymore. You got to call and make the change. Otherwise, it is there. It is set in stone. It is the calendar. So you don't ever say, hey, we still good for today? Double no. checking. Oh, I mean, how long? In it, what? Like, no. If you go more than five days, you got to make sure they're good to go. We've said it. That's it. Oh. I don't I schedule, like I have a con or a, a, sh- a comedy show three months out, week of. Hey, guys, theater still good for me to show up? Nope. No, we no. set a date. That's, that's different. different. You you signed signed but you I, signed, it's all a contract yeah. to me. It's a human contract. <laughs> well, mm. Here's another one. Cereal first, then milk. Any other way, you're a stalker, psycho killer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Absolutely. Good. Milk, cereal. Next one. Stop. You should never refer to your pets as fur babies. Creepy, weird. Love it. And yeah. it's you just filling a void. I say it. Fur babies. Yeah, well, hey, what's up. the void that you don't have a baby? Uh, no, it could be a baby, could be friends, could be <laughs> any connection at all. Gotcha. Uh, you don't use the word literally if you don't mean literally. You don't have to say figuratively, and you can do, hey, man, look at that. He's he's as big as a mountain. But don't say he's as literally big as a mountain, because mm-hmm. literally actually shifts the whole meaning of that. You would have sentence. to literally be that big. Yes. But and it, it's part of the sarcasm. It's not sarcasm, though. You're not being sarcastic mm-hmm. by saying that. If he, that, that's, it, the, again, that's like hype, again, hyperbole. hyperbole. Yeah, yeah. Just say, dang, look at Eddie. He says, he's gotten as skinny as a beanpole. Yeah. Now, if I say that, that's okay. But if I go, he's literally as skinny as a beanpole, that's factually inaccurate. Oh, my goodness. He's no, right but, about this, Amy. Yeah, yeah, but I you. know that he's right about it, but obviously- Finally, people are sa- you oh. cannot give more than 100%. That's it. That's the fullness. Not 110? You can't do 110. You can't do 230. You can't do 1,000%. It is 100%. That's the most maximum you could ever give. 100 all the way filled up the end. You can't do 101. You can't do 120. It's 100%. That's it, the end. Thank you. When the Boston girls were in here, what? They said that your Opry performance, I said one out of 10, and they were like 11, 12. He's amazing. You didn't you didn't correct them? Because I, it's not a percentage. It's not 100%. But, it's, but it was a one out of 10 scale. It can't go over 10. But I i don't care. They were talking about me, so I don't care. But that was them saying that you were No, awesome. I don't care. They were saying I was better than a 10, so why am I going to say, girls, I don't like that? <laughs> I will let that slide. Yes, Eddie. I have a situation. Go ahead. When you're like looking at like stock prices and numbers, they say your return on investment was 
was 110%. That actually can't that's happen. That's accurate. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's, no, that's not, not a scale. I got you. That's not a scale. Good work. I'm actually with Bobby on this. That's not a scale. That's that's mathematics. If up to 100% is this number, but anything more than 100%, it gets into 105, 110. It can be 300% of us. I've seen that before. Just why? Not with lunchboxes, though. It's just hard rude. sometimes when you have people on your side and then they go say something like that. Yes, I know, right? Yeah. Like, like, then your buddies turn full idiot and then you're like, well, great. Now I'm in. Oh, right. Uh. All right. Everybody good? Yeah, I gave 110% on that segment. And no clapping when the airplane lands. No, it's unless, so unless, unless there was like some crazy turbulence and you almost died. I love doing that, though. It's so much fun. Also, no jokes from the uh, flight deck, from the, from the pilot, like about, you know, weather or destination. What or, kind of flight are you Or on? trivia. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Thank you all. All right. That's it. Small things, we have strong opinions. Mike, sorry about Moana, by the way. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's what it started with, and all of a sudden we're over here yelling at each other. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. I want to shout out a nonprofit out of Western North Carolina called Project Linus. And what they do is they make blankets for kids in need, like hospitals, shelters, they deliver them. But they call these blankets hugs because the kids, they put the blanket on, they feel like they're being hugged, which is really cool. But since COVID hit... You know, three years ago, they have an event that they usually do, but they weren't able to do it. It's called Day of Love, and finally, they got to do it a couple weeks ago. They collected all kinds of blankets. They delivered them. But in the 25 years that they've been a nonprofit, they have made over 87,000 blankets or hugs, whatever you want to call them. They make they make them? Yeah, all kinds of blankets. Uh, they say you it's- ever knit? They felt like something you would do for a second and all your hobbies that you have for a minute. I've, I've sewed. I, I, can, I can sew. I yeah, but knit. No. No knitting. Because sewing. sewing is basically sewing things together, right? Yeah, but on a machine. Yeah, but you're not creating a blade. Correct. Right, you're like sewing, like that movie Human Centipede. You're sewing people together. That, that's a weird movie. Yeah. Is what? that reference weird? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. Okay. You ever heard that one? Got it. Yeah, so people are knitting blankets, basically? <laughs> no, 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 they don't knit them. They oh, do okay. knit them. They don't, no. Absolutely, they do knitted blankets. They do... Uh, Crocheted blankets, all kinds What's of blankets. What's the difference in knitting and crochet? I have no idea. I don't know. So <laughs> this is a like a knitted would be like you have the you needles. see the yarn and it looks like yeah, and then uh, a quilt is more of like fabric sewn together. What's crocheted? Crocheted like you don't that. Know, do you? Yes, I do. Isn't that the, the stick yarn with the balls with the at the sticks? Hit? I thought it. that was knitting. Oh boy, oh boy. See, exactly. See, I mean, that's like an expert at crocheting and knitting. <laughs> no, I've never done either. I'm not actually like an expert. I don't know the difference. I don't know. Uh, guys. Okay, well, I like this. What's her name again? <laughs> yeah, okay. they're called Project Linus in North Either. Carolina. Why are you this, slamming? This is tell me something good, and now we're... No, we're having a conversation. We're, we're talking about blankets. My question was, what's the difference in crocheting and knitting? And I'm being told here now, knitting uses a pair of long needles to form the loops, moving a set of loops from one needle to the other. Oh, that's what I was doing. Crocheting uses a single hook to hook the loops to... I don't think I Exactly. Okay. Let's move on. What? <laughs> I don't care. Well, anyway, I do care about this. this Project Linus. That yeah. is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Amy, what do you have over there? I have, do we care about this or do we not care about this? A list or just one thing? No, it's a whole list of things. Like someone had posted like, I don't, don't really care about these sorts of things. So I wanted to see how you felt about them. Okay, go give me the first one. Okay, SAT scores or ACT scores of your friends or anybody that you're hanging out with. I don't really care. And I don't bring mine up unless it gets brought up. But I do like it when it gets brought up because I did pretty good. What was yours? On the ACT 28. Dang. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. I, if my math would have been better, I'd have like crushed it because I, cru- I mean, I did, I did thirty six is the maximum. It's perfect score. Twenty three got you a scholarship and you were in the state, and so which I did that in seventh grade. Dang, it's awesome. Genius. It also oh. took a lot of pressure off of me because I always wondered how was I going to afford to go to college. So because I had that twenty four, twenty five, so I did a twenty eight back then. So if you're counting inflation, I'd be at 33 today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really the same thing. But uh, no, I don't care about someone's SAT or ACT. But it's fun to talk about for me. What'd you guys get? Um. Well, which one? ACT. Um. I didn't take the SAT. We we didn't have that as an option. I only took the ACT once, and I got a 19. Fair. That's where an athlete mm. needs really to get in to get into college and not bad sports. You? Cool. I took the SAT once. 10, 10. Got four digits. I was. I'm out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the scale of the SAT. Uh, sixteen hundred is the best. I got a ten ten. Mike, can you show me what it, 
the, the scores would be a 10-10. Eddie? I don't remember taking ACT. SAT, oof, like 700 or something. No, Eddie, that's... No, it wasn't no. good. So, I, remember, I remember my parents freaking out. I haven't met anybody that's... <laughs> no, no, you met Eddie. I, no, I believe no, you. No, no. <laughs> That's like they didn't, they didn't have easy questions on the SAT. Oh, it wasn't easy trivia? No, no. Because <laughs> you do rock some easy trivia. <laughs> Thank you, man. Well, relax. Okay, so a 10-10 would be in the category of below average. 400 to 10-10 is below average. Whoa. Students below right. average. Co- Excuse me? That's probably about right. It was the top of below average, though, if it matters. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. Job, dude. I, I, I was top 50% of my high school class. Atta boy. Okay, next up, what do we care? Do you guys care about ACT or SAT? No, no, yeah. no. No, I don't like I mean, I, I brag. Fun I got, to talk about if it comes up for me anyway. It's like you're going to okay. care. Nah, like, oh, your friend care. made that? Oh, so, at least you guys are. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, what anyone's baby did that day? Oh, no. I don't have kids, so I don't relate. When they're like, oh, my six-year-old, look, he pooped and ate it. And I'm like, well, that's a first grader. Well, why is that happening? And so that's, I don't get it. You don't like those poop stories? No. I don't like any kids, oh, the baby stories. Man. Unless I know the kid, then it's like, oh yeah, look at that. Okay. But no, I, since I've never had kids, don't have them yet, I'm not really interested in other people's kids unless I have a personal relationship with them. Care or don't care? I, I like it. I mean, I like telling the stories, so I'll hear some. No, do you care though to hear other people's? <laughs> not really. If it's not my kid, I don't care. I don't care about other kids. I talk about mine. You listen to my story. I don't want to hear yours. <laughs> So, do you care or not care if a friend unfollows you on Instagram? Ooh. Yeah, I would care. What? Why? Yeah, I would care. I didn't unfollow you, and your content sucks. So you gotta follow follow me. So do you reach out and ask them? No, I just don't Ooh. unfollow them. Oh, oh got them. Okay. Yeah, unfollow with an unfollow. That's how you do it. Yeah, maybe even on block. Oh, dang. Oh, make them reach out to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I care. Uh, yeah, I care. I want to know why. Don't care. I have no idea who follows me. Okay, next up. Okay, uh, if someone steals your designated parking spot. I'll be the one to talk on oh. this one. Well, you're the only one with one. No one that. steals your spot. Uh, one time I did. I remember uh, I was like, what? Oh, yeah. And I was like, we're going to tell this person or what? And we didn't. We didn't. Well, I'm going to say again, we didn't. We left it be. But you care. Yeah, I care. I, in my last contract, I had to negotiate that stupid spot. Like, they want to give me a bunch of crap. And I was like, at least give me a parking spot. Sometimes I get up here and I can't park. And they're like, fine, we'll give you a parking spot. Yeah, I care. And then you guys can have it when I'm not here. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. All right, what else? Do you care or not care what someone spent on their outfit or clothing no, item? Don't care at all. Couldn't couldn't care any less. You guys? I care. When I see celebrities, I'm like, dang, I wonder how much that costs. Like, I want to know what they're rolling with. That's awesome. Jewelry? Yeah. Like, I mean, like when I saw Diddy and he had all those rings on his hands, oh, yeah. I'm like... Dude, that has to be million a dollar, million dollars. And the necklaces, I mean, it's so cool. Have you ever asked anybody? No. Oh. Do you care? Yeah, jewelry, yeah. Clothes, nah. I don't even know what's good or not. Okay. I'm going to start asking them how much it costs, though. I dare you. That'd I will. Awesome. I will start asking celebs. Go ahead. How much you can bench press or someone can? Eh, I guess if they're pretty jacked, I'd be like, what are you doing over there? How much you benching? You ask them a lot. Just for funny, because <laughs> I don't really know what I bench press. <laughs> I know what I can do like six to eight times. But I don't. I could probably do 225 six times which is pretty good since I'm about 170 I've worked hard to get there maybe four times but nobody cares but when they do ask what do you do you tell them the well, max, max. Is, I don't max yeah yeah you can't tell them that I do that six times that sounds weird yeah no <laughs> six or four I don't care unless I'm asking it as a kind of a joke You're right yeah. yeah do you guys care nah, no I've never really. asked anybody next up <laughs> Horoscopes. Do you care or no, not? No. Care? no. no. Zero. Okay. Yeah, All right. Do you care or not care about music before 1960? No. Yeah, some. 1960, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like some of the uh, early, early rock, you know, Buddy Holly type 
situation. Yeah, that's 50, so yeah, that counts. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I do. But yeah, go ahead. Award shows. Um, yes, yeah, so the, because they won't let me host. So that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> do you there. care or not care? <laughs> I I care that, that they keep banning me from hosting these shows. You should care about that. Yeah, that's banning. it. Yeah, do you care when I talk about that, though? <laughs> that's the question. All right, one more. Uh, tan lines on your own body. Uh, my farmer's tan embarrasses me sometimes. Because if I am, like, I wear a cutoff to work out, and if I'm outside, I get farmer's tan, like, right around my nips and the sides of them. <laughs> but if I'm wearing a shirt and I'm playing golf, I get that second far. So I got a three-level farmer tan, mm-hmm. and that's pretty embarrassing sometimes. But I don't really care that much. Yeah, but nobody cares. That's the thing, too. Well, do you guys care? No, no not really. Like, never even thought not. about it. Girl. Boom, there you go. Care all don't right. care. You, what about this segment? I don't even care. Anything. <laughs> I don't even care. It's all good there, too. Okay, Ray's going to play us a classic TV catchphrase. For example, this was the example. Hit that one. Whoa. Whoa. So that would have been Blossom. Yeah. It's a classic show. Ray, what are the parameters on the years here? So these shows are at least 30 years old. They could be as much as 60 years old. So 30 years. If this is 23, that means seven years back from 2000. So that'd be ni- wow. 93. 93. So 93 would be classic. Wow. That is stupid. <laughs> We're getting old. Time marches on. <laughs> All right. So Ray will give us seven of these. Write your answers down, guys, and we'll see who does the best at the end. Ray, ready for number one? Yep. Give me. Ruffo. What? Ruffo. Ow. Yeah. I feel like that's easy. Yeah. I think yeah. it's easy. Scooby Doo. That's what I have too. Okay. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Good. All right, good. Next Ooh. one up. What you talking about, Will? Oh, dang. Uh, dang what? We've had this one. I mean, I, just, I feel like I should know this. And... What you talking about, Will? It's pretty famous. I'm in. Yeah, it, I is. Know it is. This one's old. Mm-hmm. Old, old. Dang. Amy's shaking her head. Lunchbox, no. do you know it? I need like one martini tiny hint. Uh, yeah. I yeah, I need a little hint. We don't do hints. This I mean, you fun. heard the clip, Come though. on, it's the second one. Okay, he's talking to Willis. <laughs> and he's asking him what he's talking about. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> we've, t- we've talked about this one. All right, Amy, what do you have? Okay, I don't know. All in the family. So. Not a bad guess. Not it, but not a bad guess. Lunchbox? Yeah, it's Welcome Back, Cotter. It is not. Not a bad guess, though, either. Oh, no. Same-ish time period. Eddie, this one, two, three, different, different strokes. strokes. Yeah. Dang it, I thought that was... You thought what? What? I I thought that was... Never mind. You didn't think anything, huh? You just no. said, I thought that was... Different strokes, give up I on thought it. it was something different. I, I thought, thought that was... Please don't ask me what I thought. <laughs> I thought that was when they were in school. <laughs> All right, next up. No! Wait, what? I don't know what they said. Do it again. Uh, everybody quiet. Ready, go. No! Dude, I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're saying. Well, we're all hearing the same thing, Lunchbox. You're not getting a disadvantage. I, I think yeah. I'm in. He's like, you guys can hear what I'm saying. Though. Right, hit it one more time, Ray. No! Ray, why so, he's not. So, so a catchphrase is no. <laughs> Sound like me talking. I yeah, think I know it, so I don't want him to play it again. Oh, no. You, you know it? You can play that a thousand times, and I'm not going to get it. I think I know what they're yelling. Okay. Though. If you knew what they were yelling, I think you wouldn't get it. Yeah, they're saying oh, no. Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Oh, my gosh. It just, like, was. it's so crazy how sometimes in yeah, your t- brain. Talk and then it, it, it out, it, Amy. No, no, no. Don't talk anything out. <laughs> Three seconds. Wait. It helps to remember things that you say it out loud. Time. God, it was in my head, and then I think let's watch me know it, though. I'm gonna that, know. You have that possum look on. That's why I don't no. want Ray to play it again. Oh, oh my god. What do you think they're yelling, Lunchbox? No. Mm, it I sounds like they're no. yelling no. Okay, we can't write anything down now. Okay, Ray, I'm not. Ray, play it again. No! 
Okay, here, listen to the end of it. Listen, it, it's not no. There's a sound at the end. Listen to the sound at the end of no. Okay, go. No! No, no, ah. no, no, I know it. Golly, what do you think they're yelling? Golly. It's like I hear, I, when you say okay. it. What's a show you have, Lunchbox? No. I put friends. No. Good times. Amy. Do you have anything, Amy? No. I think they're yelling Norm. Norm. So it's, it would be Cheers. Right. Oh, Cheers. <laughs> okay, all right. I Ray, will you play? Let's listen for the mmm at the end of it. Norm! I don't and know. And somebody goes, Norm, at the very end. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. know. Is it Cheers? Yep. I've never heard that before in my life. So so when you say cheers, that's the catchphrase they're known for? For when Norm walks in. Norm! Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, well, next up. Dang. Well, that was rough. You rang. What? You rang. You rang. You rang. Mm. Sounds like a creep. You rang. If this is the show I'm thinking about, it's not, I'm going to give you guys a hint, because I don't know even know this is it. I may put you on the wrong trail. I believe it's black and white. Well, I was picturing oh. black and white. I'm in. You rang. You rang. Yeah. Let me think. You rang. Who says that? All right, I got something written down. Got it. I'm torn between two. I'm going to tell you what they are. Monsters and Adam's Family. Oh. Because. Uh, that's the, the Frankenstein like looking Like Lurch. Lurch. I just can't remember what show Lurch was in. He's, the one, looks like, he's the one that looks like Frankenstein? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm gonna go with Adam's family because I think Herman Munster was the Munster and the Munsters. Oh yeah, Herman. So I'm gonna go Lurch, Adam's fan, Adam's family. I have Adam's family. Alfred oh. Hitchcock. Oh, That's I, not a bad guess. I have Inspector Gadget. Yeah, that was a bad guess. I thought it was the Claw guy. Yeah, you I, rang. Lunchbox, pretty good guess. Is, is it Adam's family? Yep. Yay. Well, you're dominated. That was a tough one, though. Hey. Next one. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Classic. This is, I'm in. I'm a, this is a classic classic. I'm Don't in. make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. This one's been remade a bunch. Really? If it's what I think it is. Hmm? I don't know. All right. Remade a bunch. Uh-huh. I've never seen a remake of this. You have. If it's what I th- I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But who gets angry? Everybody gets... When I think angry, it's Incredible Hulk when he breaks out of his clothes. Oh, that's a TV that's show. Not what I have. It's yes. a TV show. Yeah, but it's been remade as a movie. I love movies, adventures. Oh, but okay. I don't know. If that's true. I have Incredible Hulk. You? Mork and Mindy. That's Mr. Nanu Nanu. What's Mork and Mindy? Nanu Nanu. Mr. Belvedere. But that, that is. I don't know what that is. That's uh, Mr. Belvedere from England. He came over to work with the kids, the housekeeper. Uh, is it Incredible Hulk? Yep. Was Robin Williams Incredible Hulk? No. Who it sounded that? just like Robin Williams, though. It didn't. All right, next up. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Got it. Live what? What? Live long and prosper. No one's heard these before. Yeah, they have. And I'll show you the thing that you would see from it, and you may get it. Say it again, Ray. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Ooh, they're not Australian, buddy. Live long and prosper. They're not American, though. I'm telling you. They're not? Uh, Everybody in? Oh, I'm in. What about this? I can't I'm in. Oh, oh, let me change my hand. No, no, you can't change it. You already oh, said you were in. You already said you were in. What does this mean to you, Amy? I don't know. My hand is... He's flipping you off, Amy. No, I got two fingers together. I can do apart, it. apart, two fingers together. What? Well, I, I don't know what it means. Oh, uh, it's some nerd show. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I, I have written down. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek is what I have, too. You have Star Trek? Uh, Amy, what do you have? No, nah, I have Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. I have, Engl- I have England's finest. It's Spock, right? Yep. Hey, I do this hand, though. Boom. Not everybody can do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Look, I'm doing my tongue. 
can't do it. has nothing to do with anything, but look at my time. <laughs> Alright, one more. Up your nose with rubber hose. <laughs> That's a good one. Hmm? Up your nose with rubber hose. <laughs> I'm in. Alright. And I'm back. Yeah, one I've actually heard. I'm hey, good. Welcome back, boys. Everybody back? I'm yep. back. Mm-hmm. Amy, what do you have? Happy days. Welcome back. That's wrong. Oh. Lunchbox? Happy days. Welcome back. That's wrong. Mm. Eddie? Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's you had classic. that earlier. That's classic. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. I ran that one 7-7. Seven, seven. Oh, it's over? Yeah. You don't want to make one like 12 points? Yeah, why not? Okay. Right, this, one's on. for, hey, this one's for 10,000 points. Yeah, yeah 10,000 points. Go ahead. Won't you be my neighbor? Okay, I'm in. Oh. I'm in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, I picked uh, Punky Brewster. <laughs> you did, really? That's no, your, that's it's your... Mr. Rogers' oh. neighborhood. Oh, it's like, wow, dude. <laughs> okay, everybody good? Yeah, Mr. Right. Rogers. At the end of a game, we may compete during the game, but in the end, uh, we still like each other, right? Uh, not really. Yo, unbelievable. Oh, I love playing games. Woo. I love a game. <laughs> I love a game early in the morning. Don't you love the smell of a game early in the morning? What's that from? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Don't worry about it. We're struggling. Yeah, it's one of those days. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a voicemail from Liz in Oklahoma City. I called about two weeks ago and just needed some good vibes for this test I was getting ready to take for licensing and credentials for this career I've been working for for like a decade. Well, I ended up not passing the test by one thinking point. So studied some more. I'm going to fight, grind and repeat and fail until I don't. And I'm going to retake my test tomorrow. So if you guys can just send some extra good vibes my way tomorrow, because I'm going to pass this test. Hopefully the second time is the charm. Here's why you're going to pass it. First of all, you only fail by one point. Secondly, you're not going to be as nervous about it this time because you've already been exposed to it, which is a great thing about doing it again. Just generally, when you fail, you go and you try it again. You're already at an advantage over the first time because you know what to expect. You're going to nail this thing. You don't even need our vibes. All you need to do is show up. That's what it is. It's just showing up over and over again. You got this, Liz. Get it. Next up, Jocelyn, eight years old. We got a kid call from Tampa. I have a morning corny for Amy. Why did the cheetah hate playing hide and seek? Because he always got spotted. (laughs) That's good. Kids kind of crush it. And I don't know if it's because they're kids. But they're always much funnier than sometimes. Uh, no, I can I can answer that for you. Yeah. It's absolutely because they're kids. And I don't they know. Have that, a, that's a pretty good one, though, yeah? I've told that one. Like you say it. I have told that one. Yeah, right, we didn't. Yeah, do it again, Amy. Let's okay, see. But then I don't have the cute giggle. Yeah. Like, Maybe develop just, that. Just say it. Maybe go to giggle training or something. Do so you want me to talk like a kid and giggle? No, that'd be, that'd be creepy. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. Amazon has a new streaming feature called Dialogue Boost. <laughs> And it lets you increase the volume of the dialogue only. For example, they have it on Jack Ryan, which if you're watching that, maybe you want to hear what Jack is saying, but you don't want to hear the explosions louder and stuff like that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So I don't feel like this would work all the time with every show because a lot of times the only thing happening on there is dialogue. Yeah. Now would just be called the volume button. But I guess if there's music... And there's a lot of other things, or, yes. Yeah, uh, Peloton has that. I get on the old Peloton treadmill, and they have the trainer. It's like, okay, Bobby, you don't suck. I think they're talking to me. They're not. They don't say Bobby ever. Oh. But And there's music going to the, the trainer, and he's doing his thing. But there's a button you can push to go, more trainer, more music. And then the music's playing so loud you can't hear the trainer at all. But... Yeah, I like it. I think they're going... Or you can just do what I do. Turn the closed caption on. That's what I do, too. Works wonders. Well, and that's the thing. They said it's not because we're getting older. It's just, for whatever reason, dialogue in movies and TV shows is getting harder and harder to hear. I wish that were the case. No, we're getting older. (laughs) No, it says here, even young people are addicted to subtitles. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh But uh, to me, it's definitely getting older. All right, what else? Okay, mentionitis is when someone constantly talks about another person. Uh, it could be someone they work with, a gym buddy, a new friend, uh, but it's definitely a sign that someone has caught their eye. So it's not name dropping. No. It's just they're kind of obsessed with something, so it keeps coming up in conversation. All, it's always like, oh, the, the, Bobby this or Eddie this. or. I'm trying to think if you guys have any sort of mentionitis. I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. Because we're all cool and chill. And yeah. yeah. Fun. And we just do our own thing, you know? So for a single person, it might just be that, yeah, they found someone they really yeah. click with at work or, again, like at the gym or whatever. But 
Pay attention because if your partner has menginitis, then they say it could be a red flag. Well, yeah, especially if it's somebody at work or the gym. That's but it could be you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, what else? Kenny Chesney was asked when he's going to be releasing new music, and he said he's working on it, but he is not in a rush at all. People ask me, when's it going to come out? And best answer I have, honestly, is when I feel like it's done. It's easy to rush it. Luckily, I don't have a lot of yes people in my camp. And that's really important. I have a lot of people within my circle that have really, you know, that really good song sense. You know, so I've been blessed that way. I feel like, wouldn't yes people just agree with him? Like, you don't need to put music out. Yeah, I feel like that, those yeah. are yes people. Mm-hmm. But people who are like, no, Kenny, I think it's time to put music out. You know, our contract says this. Or I think... Okay, so I think he's a little twisted on this. However, anybody that says they don't have any yes people at that level, they have a lot of yes people. And you, how, you can't, it's just natural. If you're that famous, even the people that you think aren't yes people are going to turn into yes people because they don't want to get fired if they got a big job. Yeah. I also kind of heard it as that he's taking his time with it because he's not just going to play a song for his people and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's good, Kenny. Good job. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Like, that's how I, I heard it that. too, is that he's taking his time because he's not. They're they're able to be honest with him and be like, eh, not that good. But he doesn't write most of his music. Well, him performing it. Yeah, the singing on that, <laughs> <Yeah>. not that good. <laughs> I know. I just, anybody that says they don't have a lot of yes people. Yeah, I, I see your point. And maybe even. I just don't even bring it up because I do have people that are like, yeah, that's great. But then I have you guys who definitely tell me everything sucks. So yeah, yeah. it's good balance. Yeah. yeah. Or they figure out how to be supportive without the seeming like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think. To get that big, you can't have yes people early and even middle. Mm. I wrote a whole chapter in my second book. It's called Fail Until You Don't. Like, you have to have somebody you trust to tell you you suck. So when you actually are doing good, you can believe them. Because I never believe anybody when they tell me I'm doing good. Mm. Unless it's somebody who, in the past, I've went to and I said, hey, what do you think? And they were like, I don't think this is your best work. So I need that from somebody before I can get from them, hey, it's awesome. Oh, everybody can say both. Oh, you suck. Or, hey, you're awesome. But I got to have like one or two people that I know when I've not been my best, they've been like, I just expect a little more out of it. So when they do say, my wife's a prime example of that. When she was like, man, that's good, I believe it. Because if it ain't good, she's like, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. So you gotta have somebody that tells you you suck so you can believe when they tell you you're good. And if you're super rich and famous, you have a lot of yes people. <laughs> that's, a, that's the truth of it, like Kenny. Yeah. Is that it? I'm Amy, that's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a family from Pennsylvania. They go into Lowe's and they were trying to make life easier for their son, William, who has cerebral palsy. So they're in and one of the employees sees William's parents like looking at some PVC pipes and he's like, hey, can I help you guys? And they're like, well, we're trying to build a set of parallel bars to help them walk. Parallel bars are the ones like one on each side. Yeah. Like coming up to the hips basically and you see the gymnasts, they'll do the parallel bars in the Olympics. But they were trying to have that so we could walk through. You see it in therapy a lot too, mm-hmm. like people walking. So he's like, okay, cool. Let me know some more about this. He's like, got it, got it, got it. Well, let me help you guys. So Dave, the employee, went above and beyond. He spent basically an hour just fitting and cutting the pipes right to the specifications because they had researched and found it. They were going to have to do it all themselves. Basically built them this whole set. All they had to do was get it home and just kind of tag it back together. Here is Dave talking about why he did it. I thought I would just be finding some fittings, making a couple of cuts, and then I, I saw Will. I found out what uh, what we're building. Then came to test. Will got up out of his wheelchair and grabbed hold of those bars. And I think you saw that courageous smile of his. Just, the sense of pride. And uh, it, it keeps getting me. 
Will can now use yeah. these bars to practice walking forward, side to side, pull himself up to stand. And his family says it means the world to them that they would do this and that Dave was so cool about it without even really knowing the full story and that William is already making progress. That is it. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.